you ever watch those videos of people that can beat it in like eight minutes or whatever? Oh God. Yeah. And I'm always amazed. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm, I'm watching the same guy over and over again. Wait, did you ever hear about the, remember that the King of Kong? <laughs> yeah. Billy Mitchell's in some hot water himself, isn't he? Didn't he have all of his records uh, expunged or something? Oh God. I know all the things like he was like basically like the Pete Rose, right. Of uh, a video game world. <laughs> he just, he just said that going, you cheated. You juiced up. He used juiced up machines, basically, right? Son of a bitch just looked us right in the eye and lied to us. How can and I believe the the hot sauce king of the Midwest or whatever with that sort of glowing, those glowing, flowing locks? Like, how can I believe he would lie to me? The guy's got a mullet and a Trans Am in 2014 or whatever. Like, come on. He looks like Jesus. He would not. He would never deceive us, right? <laughs> He looked Jesus like Jesus, but if his hair was cut with a floby, because he couldn't really get the hair yeah, over yeah. the ears right. There was like that weird <laughs> flap of hair right in the middle of his ear that we couldn't quite. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't actually, you know, speaking about it, I don't know, I don't know if you should talk about Jesus. I don't want to be struck down. Um, we're going to start the episode right now. Welcome everyone to another episode or actually issue of Keep It Weekly here presented by Keeping It Nerd, sponsored by Body Armor. No, it's not sponsored by Body Armor. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know I, I wish. Show me that bottle anyways. There you go. Prominently featured in the video. There we go. This is, I'm probably going to probably do like something on Instagram with this later on. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You mm. should. You know what? If we just act like we're sponsored by then, maybe, maybe the money starts flowing in. You know, I'm just going to just start saying, like, what's, what's, what's the worst that will happen? Like, we get a cease and desist. Yeah, I read, I'm just going to show up and just have my hands open to Tommy. Like you owe us some money, bud. Exactly. I'll send him an invoice. Uh, we dropped your <laughs> na- your your company's name twenty times. By my count, you owe us two hundred dollars. Yeah, he's just going to tell us to go and you know ask Buster Posey or Kobe Bryant. Perfect. Is that Buster, he doesn't handle is Buster any Posey that the other uh, investor in them, uh, with them? Yeah, they have. Well, Kobe's like the big main investor, but uh, Buster is one of their big. Uh, sponsorship athletes so you know along you with think, i guess it was you know it was clay thompson it was you know there was a bunch of guys in there yeah do you but, think uh, clay thompson now is like going oh shoot i bet i guess i should have shown up to a couple of those meetings you know what he's making so much money from anta with those chinese shoes i think he's doing okay i don't think he's worried about it because china clay all day i take it <laughs> i'm a clay theist what can i say clay theist? oh that's a good one i like that i'm gonna use that one Hey, have you watched that? I know this is totally off topic. Have you seen that little short documentary? It's put out by the ringer, Bill Simmons podcasting network and sort of sports empire. Yeah. I know, but look it up on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Claytheism, And, uh, it's basically like a, uh, is it basically how do you live your like, life? Like uh, Thompson? <laughs> yes. And about his very specific way of living life and how people who follow him are call themselves clay theists. Well, every day at work, I just, I, I tell myself, you know what? Keep calm. Clay on. There you go. That, that's the way to go, man. Just, <laughs> that could be the new, uh, 
keeping it nerd t-shirts can say that. There you go. Um, and we'll get, obviously we'll get Clay Thompson to, you know, hop on board with us. Cause I'm pretty sure, you know, he would support yeah. us. He seems like a stand up guy. He's just like body armor. We're just going to start saying that Clay Thompson backs us. And then eventually he'll be, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, we're just going to spread lies. Perfect. Exactly. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm in. We're just like the rest of the speaking of keeping it in your, yeah. Speaking of keeping it in your t-shirts, I had a request from a listener the other day for one. So maybe we need, we need to get these out there. We need to get them in the world. Is it Rudy? Does he, does he, <laughs> It's definitely really ah! He listened to the show. So let me tell you. So he listened to the show. Huh? Um, the last two episodes actually where he where we have referenced him and he said he's not sure about coming on the show and getting completely bashed. But yeah, he's, he's I, I just want him it. to defend the the worlds of DC. <laughs> and you know what? He's he, spoiler alert on this episode, he, we're going to ask him again. I'm going to I'm not calling him. I'm not I'm not doing a you know, come out to the ring, we're waiting for you type deal. And he's just gonna <laughs> Come in, shattered glass, dun, 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 and then he's just coming down with a big old DC chain around his neck. And then you're just going to come up behind him with the chair. Yeah. Um, yeah, he uh, he basically said that he's he's listened to the show. He loves it. He's going to yes. be listening moving forward. Yes. Um, so we have a new subscriber and listener, uh, Rudy, out there in Redwood City. And he said he definitely wants a shirt. So I told him as soon as we get get those in the works. He'll be one of the first. He also wanted to clear up that he um, does not think that Super Bar- Supergirl was a good movie. He just wanted to watch it in the but, moment. So then, like, I, he had nothing better to do in the so moment. Then, so, okay, so he's not totally like 100%. Like he can't always, he'll know when it's bad, right? Well, that doesn't mean he didn't enjoy it. Oh. I mean, he will accept it for what it is, but he will willingly okay. say that it's not a good movie. For sure. Got it. Okay. I, I, was, I, was, I was kind of like thinking about this. Well, all right. That's good to know. Well, There's lots of things that I like that are no, and I know they're just total trash. So I think he sort of falls in that. We're gonna in that. Camp, I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. I was thinking of like horrible movies. Actually, no. Hold on, quick, quick intro. Everyone, I'm so sorry. We've got a few minutes here. Um, I'm your host, uh, Vince Mastaho, and we're joined here today by our other co-host. We did the scene. Oh, am I in? Is that, that official? official. Hey, we're podcast official. Can we put it on Facebook? That's when the things are officially official. Well, yeah, of course. We'll get on Facebook. We'll, you know, we'll put on the Instagrams <laughs> and everything like that. Actually, I think we have you on Instagram as, oh, I think we had you assistant to the, or contributor to the program. <laughs> this is the moment where Dwight gets the, gets the, you know, gets the notice of like going, yes, it's time. You are now assistant. I'm manager. so filled with pride right now. <laughs> I'd love to be the Dwight Schrute of this podcast. Oh. Um, yeah. Jeremiah Dempsey, what's up, guys? How are you? Okay, so now that's all right now. All right, uh, let me do the little intros real quick. Now that we've had yeah. intros, yeah. So absolutely. we're back to what we were saying. Oh, yeah, trashy movies, right? <laughs> what were you thinking? Like, what was the first thing that came to mind when you're like, you know what? I love that movie. And when I think about it, it is. Oh, really I don't bad. love the movie. I just don't mind watching it. <laughs> it was um, okay. Ready to Rumble just the other day. Oh. Yeah. So I don't I, mind yeah. watching it. I think if it was there, I'd sit there and watch it. I mean, I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna like. I won't turn my face to it. You know, turn my head away. Like, right. Oh, okay, it's on, and then I'll leave it on as white noise in the background. So, being a huge wrestling fan, I wanted to like that movie, but it was like WCW at its absolute worst. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Uh, yes. David Arquette actually then crosses over, and they make him their champion on TV. Like it was. That was a rough time. I can't get on board with that one. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I know. And I'm judging you heavily. Like, so I know what's going to happen now. Rudy is going to go ahead and say, Oh, you have the fucking nerve to, 
to bash on BVS and Justice League, and you're over here saying you don't mind Ready to Rumble? I don't love it. I'll I'm not going to defend what. it either. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Rudy, huge wrestling fan. Oh, so he loved might. WCW. He, he, he loved WCW. He might be a fan of that movie, actually, also. You guys might be able to watch that together. Uh, all right, so there we have a connection there then, I guess. There you go. Thank goodness. Rudy and I actually went in about the year 2000, I think to uh, Monday nitro. Uh, I think it was at the cow mm-hmm. palace, if I'm not mistaken. And this was like at when they were like on the verge of going out of business. And the, um, the main thing that I remember from that show was that, um, do you remember Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern yes, show? Yes. Part of his whack. Pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, Beetlejuice uh, was hit over the head by Jeff Jarrett's guitar. guitar. <laughs> so it was a yeah jeff jarrett smashed him over the head with, with a guitar in the middle of the ring uh well no he's not a very good actor and no he was yeah. it was he was he was still the little guy was still okay but we were just sitting like very close to him though like we were sitting right up in the Did front you catch any and, uh, no no we didn't it wasn't we weren't that lucky. I'd love to have that little piece of history, but yeah, we were at Monday Night <laughs> with Beetlejuice on the whack pack. Ooh. Oh my God. Well, it was an experience. Let's put it that yeah, way. Exactly. It was an experience. But Rudy would definitely ride for WCW. So he may like that. I like it. I like it. Uh, you know what? Like I said, I, I don't, I don't love the movie, but it was like, ah, uh, don't mind it. Um, so people are going to get a special treat today. This episode is actually being just recorded a little tad bit early. I'll be uh, I'll be uh, away for about a couple of weeks, so people will have to clamor down and just hold on to this one episode that will be posted next week, or actually when they listen to this today, right? I guess how how does time travel work? Is that is that how? We, oh, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to ask Nick Fury about that. I think. Did I ruin the effect? Did I ruin the whole thing? Like now, now people know how the sausage is made. <laughs> you know what you just just pretend let's just move forward pretend you didn't say that it's okay they're not paying attention anyway but if they're not going to get a new episode for a while maybe they're gonna have to listen to this one two or three oh. times so we better make yeah, it there good. you go we'll make it we'll make we'll make it great with uh, you know what? that's have. great we'll take it we'll take it listen to the same one five six seven download times it. that's five, okay six, seven we'll times. That's fine. go to another ip address yeah go forward it go to the library download <laughs> it there go to, go to a starbucks yeah so where are you going where are you? are going to be gone for a couple of weeks. What are you doing? I will be going to the motherland. I will Whoa. be going to the Philippines, the wonderful island of the Philippines. Wow. That's yeah, I haven't awesome. been there since 89. So it's. Whoa. I didn't realize it's been that long. Yeah. It's been super long. And we get to see, I get to see my cousin. Uh, actually, the guy who actually, uh, how I know you through was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> right. Man, that's he, awesome. How, how much are you expecting it to? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. He knew you through work prior, right? Is that what it was? Or yeah, he knew, we, or he we knew you through together. basketball? Yeah. Well, we worked together. We started playing basketball. We started, you know, we realized we had a lot in common. So, uh, yeah. And that's how I met you, I guess, was probably was. Uh, actually, I don't remember. Was the first time we met? Was it playing basketball? No. It was, or was it, it was we, came, we were hanging out with you? Oh, you're right. Las Vegas. Uh, we drove down. You guys, I think you and Jose... And I think maybe yeah. Mike, Mike had gone down and flew down to uh, Vegas. Yes. And then we met up, uh, then we met up with you guys. And uh, wow, that was, was the first time. Yeah, that was the first time. And I think, oh my gosh, I, th- oh, I think either you had a, either a really bad sunburn or you had like a heat rash. Something was, uh, <laughs> I remember that. I don't mean, I, know, I, mean uh, I don't want to bring up any 
you know, uh, you know, oh, I, think, I just remember like, I think I did. I think I had a terrible sunburn from going to a concert and having the sun beat on my bald head all day long. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I think I was at the warp tour not too long before that. Yeah. Wow. wow. These are, these are memories. I forgot about all this stuff. Yeah. Right. And Mike, had just been like in a diabetic coma and was <laughs> in the hospital like a couple of days before we went. And that's why he came because he didn't even know you, but we're like, Hey buddy. Cause he was living by himself. We're like, why don't you come with us? Let's get out of town for, yeah. for a day or two. And that's why he came along. Wow, man, this was a, uh, yeah, this is quite the trip down memory right? lane for, for our listeners Well, here. you know, they're getting a little bit more, uh, we're getting a little intimate more with them. So now they just know a little bit more of the intricacies of, of this, this tandem, this yeah, duo. Dynamic, you know? Yeah. So what do you, uh, so you're heading back to the Philippines. You're going to hang out with Ian. How much are you anticipating that it's changed since you went last? Seeing that they were burning garbage in the street last when I went, it was like third worldish. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's that. I mean, I don't know. That was like one of the things that kind of like kind of traumatized me as a kid. I was like, I saw this. Oh my God, like, what's going on here? This is weird. Like I've never seen something like this as like shocking. Totally. And Obviously, it's 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 gotten obviously way better uh, since then. I've, I still have family there, and they always tell me come back, you know, visit. And I go, oh, yeah, maybe I don't know. But um, <laughs> actually, yeah. So I'll be going this year. It'll be you know, my father in law's seventieth birthday, so we're celebrating it over there, which will be awesome. Um, and I think right now it's a monsoon season, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nice and humid oh, for God, you. Yeah. yeah, good thinking. I'm bringing like forty t shirts. <laughs> you're gonna swap you're gonna hot swap those things out no, all day long i'm sure oh yeah oh yeah one one after the other so are you going to be able to get all your nerd news over there you're going to be able to stay in the oh, scene no like, way i'm, 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 sure. I'm going to be heavily dependent on uh, on uh, you guys oh wow i, I will know nothing because well, we i will be on the countryside <laughs> Oh, see, that's what I was going to ask. Like what kind of, so you won't be tethered to technology while you're, while you're there for the most part. No, no, exactly. It's, um, even when we get to Ian's, uh, part of the island, I was watching a video yeah. or he sent me a video and, the like the host of the video were saying like, Oh yeah, if you are really dependent on Wi-Fi and like being connected, this is not going to be the place for you, which I'm like, I'm fine with. Cause it's, I get to go off the grid. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. And it's you know, fine um, with that. All right. Well, I'll do the best I can to. Uh, I don't know what I'll do. I'll we have Morse code. I'll send some pigeons. Um, maybe we have ravens coming from the wall. I don't know. We'll do something to get you any pertinent info, uh, so you can stay in touch then, over there. So yeah, and then I'm and I'm fine with that. All right. Good. We got you. Well, until then, I guess we just gotta uh, we gotta give a little. A little tasty morsel today. Yeah. Then. yeah. So, uh, I mean, here we go. We're going to just jump right into a few of these, uh, what do, you, what do you call these hot takes? I don't know. Hot takes. I don't know if they're necessary. Well, <laughs> this first one seems it, it's, I don't know. Well, you go ahead. You go ahead. You tell me and I'll give you oh, my hot take. Oh, here. Yeah. I mean, so our favorite, our favorite action star who seems to be running constantly in the tightest jeans ever. <laughs> um for his, entire, for his career. entire career ever since what born on the fourth of july or no not even i don't think he was oh he didn't he didn't run in top gun oh but he was playing volleyball in very tight jeans yeah flexing Ugh, he was flexing with shades on and shirtless that that counts well, okay yeah so ever since then he's just been constantly 
running around is tidy is two type of jeans. Um, Tom Cruise is going to be, or is rumored and is now emerging that he's being cast for the Green Lantern movie or Green Lantern Corpse movie. So, ugh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> okay, I mean, would you feel would you feel good about any Green Lantern movie right now? Um, any Green Lantern movie? Yes, I would. Proper, properly casted, I would. Uh, obviously, the what do you call it? That debacle that that come out with Ryan Reynolds, who I don't actually fault him. I fault the writing. I think Ryan Reynolds had a good. Um, Oh, yes, his personality and charisma is basically a Hal Jordan. It's just that the writing that they gave him, the, the script that they gave him, the story that was given in front of him, it just it was poorly done. And it was, it was that's what the movie suffered from. So I don't fault that movie for all too much, even though it's still crap to me. So. Sorry, that's me in the background. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> there we go. Now we're back. Um, I, but even if you don't fault him, Totally. That has to have done something to the, to what your feelings about the character and how it's going to be represented culturally. Like it, it, it feels like it's just not something that I'm excited about at this point. It feels like something that is tainted now, you know? Yeah. And I don't know who they could have cast that would, that would give me confidence, but Tom Cruise is not it. Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, well, remember when the, all the uh, all the things were coming out that Tom Cruise was actually initially being uh, casted for Iron Man way back when, whenever, like uh, before Robert Robert Downey Jr. Right? So that was his right. supposed intro. And I remember back then, I was excited for it just because we didn't mm-hmm. see any other superhero movies before, right? I mean, we saw Blade, right? And I think the first Spider Man movie was out by the Tobey Maguire. Uh- Oh yeah, yeah, for right. sure. Like the first, actually, the first couple yeah. of Spider-Man movies had been, I think, the first two or three. So yeah, we had an idea, but the MCU wasn't a, a yeah, thing wasn't yet. And now you're launching off a character who, in Iron Man, in the comics world, very well known, but culturally, probably not. It's not a Spider-Man, a Superman, exactly, a yeah, Woman, yeah. A Incredible Hulk, you know, secondary in terms of you know popularity to the casual fan. So. Robert Downey Jr. That felt like a huge deal that it was like, Oh, even though he's not at the crest of his stardom, he's a, that's a really not just a big name actor, but a quality actor jumping into this, um, jumping yeah. into this world. So a decade later now, or more and a bajillion dollars later, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tom Cruise jumping on to like, a, I'm not going to call it a sinking ship, but definitely like, a tainted like it would be one thing if there had been an Iron Man movie and it failed and then Robert Downey Jr. comes in and then you just go, oh that's kind of this yeah. is sad what are you doing man that's kind of how I feel about the Tom taking Cruise, on the, uh, the lantern, lantern. Uh, mantle for their sake I hope it's good I just don't see how like I don't see how it could be well uh, I mean sorry so he like I said I was I was excited before before I could see what was laid out you know there was nothing really to base off of except for a couple movies but now where yeah you said. Years later, all of a sudden, we know what the potential is for a good superhero movie. And now we know like, the bar's high. The pressure's too... I, I feel it'd be too much for Tom Cruise to try and uh, uh, take take on. And his star power, he is a good a- action star. No lie. Like his, his, uh, the, I enjoy the Mission Impossible movies uh, you know, through sure. and through. Um, I just don't think he can make that transition to being a superhero. He could be an action star. 
but superhero is another is another another thing. I, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's it's hard. And I mean, I, I can only imagine what his contract would say. He needs to be he need to have one intense running scene, along with one scene where he gets <laughs> the camera zooms in on his face and he has like that smoldering look. He needs one of those. Like, <laughs> well, absolutely. Have you seen? I don't know if you've seen the uh, the artwork. There's a uh, there's an artist named yes. Boss Logic who does like photoshops, edits, and stuff. And that's basically what what it was. It was like a zoomed in on his you know face and chest, and you know with the eyes and the whole thing. And it was very sort of like, oh, this is how he would want himself to be portrayed as that character for sure. Like that. Okay, show. hold on. I, I I know of of a uh, other guy, Boss Logic. I did not see that uh, latest post. I'm I'm want to look this up right now. And there he is. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. And there it is. Mm. Yep, there's a scene right there. That's the scene that's gonna have to go in the movie at least once a second. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Well of course. So I, I we don't know right now like where this will go because right now I, I believe they're saying because um, he would play Hal, the Hal Jordan of the Green Lantern Corps. Obviously, there's like many Green Lanterns out okay. there. Um, right. And he is slightly, like, I think the biggest thing that's holding up the talks or holding up any kind of progress on him taking actually fully on taking on the um, role is the script is actually calling for his his character to die, which I'm, I'm okay with. Oh. I, I mean, I, it's a big shock. It would be a big shocker thing because Hal Jordan is like more one of the more well known Green Lanterns. Um, so to kill him off right. would be like holy crap! Like why did like, you don't have to do that? You could have killed Guy Gardner. You could have killed you know Jonathan Stewart. You could have killed Kyle Rayner. But you you went for it, Hal, Hal Jordan. So I mean, I guess I could see DC's shock value wanting to like going oh shit! You, you, you know you 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 guys have no no limitations. You guys can go ahead and just kill whoever. Well, look at, I mean, after what we talked about last week with the Robin sort of controversy, it looks like they're just willing to yeah. do whatever with these characters anyway. So that doesn't surprise me at all. No, I mean, if, if anything, like, and like I said, I'm, I am okay with them, like killing him off, but maybe don't make him Hal Jordan if you're to kill him off. Like, yeah, make him one of the other, like lesser Green Lanterns. I'm not Jonathan Stewart because he's an African American guy. But Tom Cruise would never be a lesser Green Lantern. No, he would not. No, he would not take that at all. I don't um, think the Church of Scientology would allow him to be uh, a lesser. I do hear that his villain is going to be Zenu. I, I was wondering about that. You know what? I was when I first when you were telling me this news, I was saying that I don't want to see him in a Green Lantern movie, but I do want to see him in some sort of like you know, Scientology movie, like, uh, what was the John Travolta? What was the horrible John Travolta movie Bad that was there. based? <sighs> if, if Tom Cruise decided to sort of reenter the, well, let's do another type of sci-fi superhero something, but sort of then the underlying theme being, you know, support for the church of Scientology. Now you're onto something. And actually, who's to say that this isn't okay? Oh. Now I'm starting to talk myself into something interesting. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Looks it. like so, looks like Worlds of DC will have someone sitting in their seats if that's the that's who's actually backing this. Uh, if Zenu is the villain, I'm in. Count me in. Take my money, <laughs> please. Oh, Zenu, take him. Uh, but I mean, we don't know where this is going to lead us yet. I mean, this is only just yeah, very early. Very very early. Sounds like it's going to be. I don't know. 
I'll still give it a chance. I'm sure this is our shout out once again to our favorite DC, uh, DC movie lover out there. <laughs> uh, Rudy, I'm pretty sure he'll be there first day. I would love to get his take on the, he doesn't even have to be on the show. Rudy, go please comment on any of our Instagram posts. Just say like how you feel about this. Cause I would like to know how, where you stand on the green lantern or Tom Cruise, possible green lantern, um, casting. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, but I also don't think they're going to change. Like, will they change the script for him to, you know, for, and that's, that's a big star name too. And you talked about it last time when we were talking about, um, DC possibly taking on lesser known stars to take on roles. Um, not, not to say like anyone takes a role is like not famous, but you know, just like not as like one of those like mega budget, uh, blockbuster budget type, um, star out there. And to have Tom Cruise. Well, if you're looking at movie stars, that's like the biggest of the biggest. And then you're going to kill him though. <laughs> that, that's just like, why would you, why was it, what was the point? Yeah. That, like, yeah, that is true. If he's not going to be part of the franchise moving forward, what, what is the point? But I guess at this point they're looking to just cash in however they can and make the biggest splash possible. Well, that's the way to do it. You know what? Back to wrestling references. <clears throat> so I'm thinking this is sort of paralleling the very late 1990s WCW. Like it, it, the WWF, WWE now has the has the superior product. Started as a grassroots kind of thing because they were in bad shape, and now all these young guys are coming up. Better product, more popular. WCW has Turner money, so they just throw tons of money at whoever they can sign and throw them on TV and just hope that their cash that they've thrown turns into magic and people love it. And then they don't. And then they're left with just this roster of overpaid, you know, characters with no real substance. First, first wrestler, first wrestler that comes to mind. Who is the first wrestler that comes to mind that they did that to? Well, the Hogan thing is the, the first one. I mean, because it was, and it uh, admittedly it worked for a while. The NWO was like this huge thing and it made him sort of relevant again for a while, but that lasted for like a year and a half. And then, and then what now you have a guy in his forties that has yeah. total control over what he does with his character making, you know, 20, $30 million a year. He was actually getting something like 20% of the pay-per-view revenue from every pay-per-view he was on. So if he just walked out there, yeah, he had a real 20%. sweetheart deal. So he's making tons of money. And now there's all the, everybody else is just left holding the bag. Like, eh, this product sucks, but we've paid all these guys so much money, but they're big names, but who cares? Cause it sucks. That's kind of how I'm feeling about the, the creative is not as good, but they have the big names and that's sort of what they're hoping. Like, well, Tom Cruise is like the biggest name probably we can get, um, at least of the last 30 years, you know? Um, yeah. 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 No, I mean, once again, yeah, yeah you hear the name Tom Cruise and that's obviously going to be, that's going to grab you, especially since his movie, um, is, is garnering oh, tons sure. of money right now in the blo- uh, box office. Uh, yeah. yeah. Six, right. Is it number six. Yeah. With our buddy uh, Henry Cavill and his wonderful mustache, God damn that! Those movies are like a license to print money. You know? It's a million like dollar. It's almost like the Fast and Furious movies, you know. Oh yeah, those, no, those, those, oh, no, no, you can't compare those Fast and Furious movies. Those are something else. No, but I think they're similar. They're like you know the action movie for the sake of a, being a popcorn action movie, and then if they roll one out, it's going to be you know it's almost guaranteed to be successful at this point. And uh, it's very similar to any sort of Tom Cruise action movie. It's going to be a big deal. So I guess they're banking on that. Well, then there you go. That's why DC. Yeah, there you go. That's why DC basically uh, got is getting wanting to uh, 
um, entice Tom Cruise because of the box office numbers that he can pull with just his, with it's a sketchy proposition when you take what you think is a really bankable star and put him in a spandex suit. It doesn't always work out. You know, you, there has to be quality there with the story as well. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to think right now who possibly that they don't pan out so well for. Well, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds for one comes, comes to mind as sort of a first, you know, there you go. But I guess they have, he suffered from the writing though. Right. I, I think at the end of the day, right? yeah. as long as the writing is good, well, no, because like, if you know that's good writing, this guy fucking botches it up and he just, you know, can't deliver, <laughs> deliver, you know, the way he's supposed to, then it won't. And I know last week we had a thing, we were talking about body shaming and that thing with the flash. And Tom Cruise is a tiny little guy. Like, he doesn't scream superhero to me either. Yeah, he's, he's, he put him I, on he's screen. Like if he, stature, right? Yeah, he's very, very short. I mean, he's, you know, I think he's like in the five, six range which for an actor like because if you put him next to uh old batman over there he's you know six one six two ben affleck's a tall guy um it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that if they end up crossing oh, over i'll tell you how they handle it green Lantern can fly so he's just gonna be floating the whole time he's just gonna go. float just just a few inches over everyone every time just to be like going yep that's right um, he doesn't have to have the world's tallest lifts in his shoes where he's walking on fucking stilts, basically. Yeah, he'll just be like Peter Pan the whole time. They'll have like those wires on him and he's just like floating around being being toggled around throughout the whole set. <laughs> he's going to be like puppeteer. Tom Cruise is Peter Pan. Now that's something I'd be willing to check out also. Well, see, think about that. Think about yeah, him as Peter Pan and then he does that smoldering look as, he, as he's about to take on Captain Hook. Ooh. Wow, we're really... Uh... We're really branching out. Let's make it happen, um, Disney. Let's do this. Bring them in. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Um, let's move on to the next uh, piece of uh, news here. Do you watch? Do you watch Iron Fist? You know my. Uh, so, I'm familiar. I, I did not watch the the first season. Um, I and, <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. The reason that I didn't watch it is generally because of you know popular cultural sentiment was that it just the action wasn't that great. The story moved slow. It just wasn't. Very engaging. I don't know. What was your take on that? Oh, buddy, come on. You're part of the podcast. You should know the history of the podcast. Everyone knows. This was one of the questions, actually, in our pop giveaway uh, early la- or late last year. Oh, you hear that? Right on time. The dogs would be howling. Um, <laughs> well, see, Vince, I know that you're not a fan of this show, but this is, you know, we have new listeners all the time. I'm giving them an opportunity to, oh, that's you know, right. for you all to right. so, shine a little light. We get new people every the, weekend. I thought, that's right. They're, they're just coming in droves here. I, I forget. I forget. Um, I, thought the, I, thought, I thought that series was, <laughs> it had potential. The storyline was there for them. He just, yeah, uh, totally. and I think it was a, suff- it suffered by, it's funny I'm going to say this because it's basically, it's the basic formula you need. It suffered from the acting and the writing. So, I mean, if you don't have exactly, it's like, that's like those are the two elements. Like, please get that right. Ugh, that's a bad, really hard to overcome. And look at my dogs. There you go, uh, Bishop the Nerdski and Rogue the Nerdski here um, at, at Keeping It Nerd. Just they, they haven't you haven't heard from them in a while, everyone. So they're just saying what's up. And they weren't fans of Iron Fist either. We as soon as we started talking about it, they that's were just it, it set them off. They sense they sense that whole thing over me, right? They're like going, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, oh, dad's at it again. He's talking about Iron Fist and he's about to get triggered. I mean, it wasn't a very good. I, I just, yeah, I think the, I really didn't think too highly out of 
all the Netflix Marvel shows, it was obviously the lowest one. And then when they brought him back for sure. the Defenders, um, the character was obviously mm-hmm. in it. And he, it was the same thing. It was just like it extended, right? It fell right into it. And I don't, I don't know what these, I, I mean, obviously I'm a sucker because I, I feel like I'm invested in it because I already watched the first season. I, I have this like I have sure. this like weird thing like well I'm gonna finish this all the way through even it's gonna suck garbage, um, <laughs> and you know what I I heard about the Iron Fist trailer right I saw and obviously it got renewed for a second season. Um, did you watch it yet? The tra- I saw the trailer today. Yeah, great. Guess what? I didn't, and you know what that means? <laughs> we're gonna watch right now. I'm gonna watch it right now. <laughs> And we're, okay. we're going to get live. We're going to get a live like reaction out of me for this because I thought Finn Jones, like his action scenes, were very choppy and very like robotic and slow. For someone who's supposed to know, know like martial arts, it was right. There was nothing artistic about that. I mean, right. it was, not believable. No, not believable, and it just it just didn't, didn't do it for me. Ah, here we go. This is a two minutes and twenty two okay. seconds. We're going to hear your live commentary. Yeah, here we go. You have not been home in days. You're going to sleep when you are home. Oh, it's Oh, I'm going to sleep. How many times a night you like that just up? I see how much you're pushing yourself. Just trying to keep the peace. What am I supposed to do? The bottom back. Well, there you go. The iron mask, the iron fist, like headpiece. Finn Jones got my letters. He knew it. He listened to the podcast. He heard how unhappy I was. And he said, like, you know, no, no, I have to write this for, for Vince. For me. He did it. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's very early. We'll find out on September 7th. But initially, my my reaction to that was fight scenes look better. Hopefully, they didn't show all of them in this trailer. Because it just could be, like, quick, sec- you know, 10-second segments. And all of a sudden, like, going, right. oh, shit. Like, they showed everything. 
Um, he looks like he's wielding around his power a little bit more. He doesn't, once again, like he hasn't sound so whiny. He never once, and he never once had to introduce himself as the Iron Fist, the <laughs> protector of Kung Lung. Um, yeah, he did, he did that every time. That was like the joke for me. Like, Ugh. you have a drinking game? Like, go ahead, watch that. Every time he says it, you will, you have to take a shot. You're done by the first episode, like minute 10. I was going to say, you're fucking wasted real fast. Yeah. Um, from what I see right now, it looks, it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah, I think it hopefully it doesn't suffer from like the sophomore slump right now that the last two Netflix, uh, Marvel, uh, TV shows have, have, uh, succumbed to I'm watching Jessica Jones. I'm like in the almost like two or three episodes left into to that series. And it, it's, it's kind of falling flat for me. And I've, I haven't watched started on the Luke cage, but I, I did hear from other people. Right. Like it just didn't, it kind of like fell flat on its face. Uh, this, this looks like it might actually be, you know, worthy <sighs> or you know, turn, turn itself around. What, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. So like I can tell you, so I didn't watch the first season, yeah. but after seeing this trailer, I'm like, okay, I could see myself enjoying this. If I gave myself the time yeah. and, to watch it. And I don't think you have to, I mean, please don't watch season one. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I you could watch, I think you could just like plug in uh, to season two and, you know, no, no already. What, what, what we know, I think they'll probably do a lot of recaps and stuff like that. I did see they had uh, the detective, Misty Knight from uh, the Luke Cage series. She crosses over. I wonder if Rosario mm-hmm. Dawson will be in it because yep. she's like, she's been in almost every single one of them. Oh, yeah. So, right. I don't know. Finn Jones, it looks like he took more than two weeks to practice uh, combat uh, fighting or combat stage fighting. And I don't know, his acting didn't seem as. So, I don't know. And, and the villain actually looked more formidable. Because that that first season, it was just crap. It was a dumpster fire. Ugh. See, that's the worst. Like that's ugh, top to bottom. So bad acting, bad writing, a villain that's not compelling, a whiny actor. Like, what do you? Yeah, how do you? How do you succeed with that? Yeah, and the, and the choreography, the fight choreography was horrible. So yeah, that movie, that show just just fell all all over the place. Or at least for me, obviously, people have their own opinions. I'm like for Rudy, are you an Iron Fist fan? <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, we'll find out. We will find out. Uh, another moving on from that. Well, um, like I said, I'm excited. We'll see September 7th. Yeah, we'll see uh, September 7th. Um, another bit, bit of news we have here is casting of a robot lead by Tony K for his next movie. I don't know how I feel about this. Is this falls under? I'm filing this under what the tech? Like what? What the? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> You've got a. The robots are taking our jobs, everyone. Now they're going to take acting jobs. They're taking our jobs. Yeah, it seems like it's. Uh, it's got to be just more of a uh, like shtick, right? Like this is a publicity stunt or something. Like supposedly yeah, this robot's going to be trained in different acting styles, and um, and it's going to. They're going to program it with a character, and it's going to learn and be able to adapt the way that it's acting based on the way it's programmed, like. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I can't you know, imagine any scenario where it's ends up being a good film. Oh, it would be a good film. If the tra- if someone went into the training modulator or whatever that had this thing is like learning on and they inserted a bunch of nothing, but uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. And that's what he has to base his acting on. I mean, <laughs> over the top alone. I did. Okay, it. great. Yes. That's a, that's great. If it's over the top, then I'm in. <laughs> 
right? So you, you know, you, you take you you have to model yourself after the Sylvester Stallone from Over the Top. There you go. If the robot comes out and turns its hat on backwards, I'm in. Because <laughs> that's how you know he's going over the top. Exactly. It's like a switch, and he just turns it on. God. <laughs> you think he would just, you know, have it backwards all the time in life and be amazing. But you think so? I guess it doesn't work like that. For his kid's sake. You know, yeah. I- well... Hope, hopefully this robot just uh, learns the lessons that uh, that Sly never was able to and just has that hat on backwards. <laughs> I mean, in the, at the end of the day, like, I don't know what they're going to do with the robot. Are they going to put it like fake skin and stuff over it? Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's going to be a real doll, I'm pretty sure. And it's going to be, uh, you know, like those really expensive sex dolls. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. those. They look yes, like yes. real people seen those. in Japan. So you yes. have seen them. You're going to take one of those and program it, how to act basically. And, uh, and then the government's going to use those as some sort of new army or something like this is scary. We're, this is a slippery slope. We're going down. You know, here. what's going to happen is we're getting one step closer to Terminator. Terminator 2, it's going to happen. D-Day, you know, they're going to, they're, the machines will rise. This, this is what's going to happen is it, I can see what's going to happen. The day will be, the robot doesn't do the scene right. Director says, cut. And he tells the robot, no, you didn't do it right. Robot looks at him, eyes turn red, comes out to the director, rips his heart out right there. And then you just hear, do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's exactly. Yeah, it's got to be really scary when your actor turns into liquid metal and starts coming after you. I mean, I, I'll, will, I, will, will you watch that? Will you watch a movie like, will you watch a movie? with a robot lead that's going to try and pass up as a human. No, I'll watch clips on YouTube or something, but I can't imagine that, it, that I'll go and pay money. I won't even, maybe I'll movie pass it. We'll see if there's still a company when this movie eventually makes it to theaters, perhaps I can movie pass it on a matinee. We'll see. Well, the best part is this is, this is the only movie movie pass will actually have available. Right. And what will that tell you <laughs> at that point? You're right. Yeah. You're probably right. No, I'm not interested in it. I think it's, it sounds stupid. Uh, I, all right. Well, I, I mean, the biggest reason, I guess the producer and this director are saying they want them, want the user robot because they don't want to use CGI. So I guess he is actually going to be a robot robot. Right. So he's, he's got, or this robot is going to portray a robot on screen. Oh, see, I misunderstood. I thought it, they were trying to like take the act, take the place of a human actor. But with a, uh, I don't know. But even so, then we're looking at. <laughs> well, well, then we'll be looking at a, a short circuit type deal. Then, right? It's that's what Johnny I'm thinking. Five. Give me Johnny Five, and I'm okay with it. If that's how it goes, I'm okay with it. If it's that, or did you ever watch Friends? And Joey was uh, he had a bit and he had a TV show, like a cable TV show called Mac and Cheese. He was a detective, and his yes. his partner was this god awful like low tech robot. <laughs> yes. So if if that's what we can, that's what I'm ex- that's what I'm expecting it to be. So I was imagining more of like a small wonder situation where it's a, where it's a <gasps> robot oh. but looks like a a person, even though that's you know what I mean. So it would be Vicky. Yes, then. Vicky from Small Wonder is what I'm imagining. If that happens, I still watch it. Okay, yeah. So what you're saying is, if I'd they make a, a Small Wonder uh, live action feature length film, you're in. Oh yeah, of course. You got to. I mean, no. Who didn't wish they had a robot best friend back then? Small wonder, she's a small wonder. Yeah, I'm in. Ooh, I like that. Those are nice moves. See, uh, okay. uh, we're gonna kind of wrap a couple of things up here. Just gonna be 
Well, did you hear about the fan theory with uh, Nick Fury in the Age of Ultron? Uh, his. So I had not heard it. Yeah. I, I did look it up after you mentioned that to me. And w- yeah. what is it briefly? What do you What do you think of that theory? So the th- and this is sort of a, a just a brief overview of theory, but the the theory is that that the Nick Fury uh, in Age of Ultron. In the farmhouse. In the farmhouse is coming back from the future to ensure that that his heroes, the team that he's assembled, because he has some sort of knowledge of of what's coming, basically, that they stay on the right path and that Mm -hmm. they are able to follow through with whatever. Even if it doesn't seem like things are heading in the right direction, he wants to keep them on the path because he knows that he's playing the end game. Like he's got the big picture here that nobody else has which explains why he's so invested in tony stark and why he doesn't seem surprised when things like um like when people start vanishing like almost like he you know in in uh infinity war like when maria hill starts floating away it's almost like oh he's seen this already he wasn't shocked he was like all right it's time to go time to time to send that send that page um I don't know. What do you think? It's, it certainly puts some of those scenes in perspective as to the way that Samuel Jackson played it for sure. Yeah. And he's, he, he said there were a couple lines that were taken. I mean, and obviously like people may be overthinking things, but sure. Yeah. If he, if he was from the future and he's just ensuring things, you know, happen the way it's supposed to happen. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's necessary to progress the, the whole um, 10 years. I don't think you. I don't think it's needed. Is it a a nod to the audience, or mm-hmm. is it, are they doing the audience a service by doing something like this, where like, oh yeah, yeah, four movies ago, five movies ago, this scene right here was actually setting up the rest of everything else, and you know, I I, I mean, I don't think it actually does anything for for the movie, like, even if he was, even if that, the theory is he's just making sure that everything happens, like going. Even if you took that away, like you would never, never have known, you you wouldn't care. It would be like, okay, these are the events that are going to happen regardless. And if time travel has taught me anything, it has, because we've talked about time travel earlier today in this episode. Whatever it's going to happen, it's going to happen no matter what. <laughs> like you think you can change, uh, change the future and whatever. Like it will still find its way back, despite what Marty may have done and bought the almanac and to, to you know. And made Biff Town happen. That was because of him. <laughs> I think. Yes, it was because he didn't listen. He didn't listen. But to if the Flash has taught me anything, oh, that time will always find its way back to what it's supposed to be. What's supposed to happen? Obviously, like the end game, well, I mean, the results. I mean, the steps getting to the end game would be possibly different. But at the end, it would still be that was the end game, no matter what. See, I don't know though, because if in within the rules that we're playing with here. Um, Dr. Strange, when he's looking at all the different possibilities of all the different methods that they can take to try to defeat Thanos out of like 14 trillion or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and there was only one path to oh, victory. Okay. So if any of the, you know, like if he doesn't turn over the, um, the gauntlet or the stone, uh, the stone to Thanos, then tony dies i think it's because he saw that the, their only path to victory obviously involves iron man and that would explain why at least a little bit that nick fury was so invested in making sure that iron man was the key to the 
to beginning sort of the Avengers initiative. Well, I mean, around be the reason why, as yeah. well, but I mean, so I don't know. I ultimately, I think you're right. I don't know that it totally adds anything. Um, and you're asking a lot of the audience to remember <laughs> conversations that happened, you know, three and four movies ago. Uh, but I'd be okay with it. If that's how they try to end up spinning it and playing it, I'm, I, I could see as to where it fits in. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. I don't think it would be like retconning anything too bad. I think there's, I could see as to where those things still play in and continue the story that, as they intended. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't hurt and it doesn't help, 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 help it in really much way. I mean, like I said, unless obviously in Avengers four, it takes you to that scene. Then you can be like, Holy crap. Holy crap. There it is. That was a scene right there. Yeah. Now we're talking about it, like I mean, if, if no mention of it. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Exactly. You know, if you see one of those like going, Oh, there it is. That's it. That was the fucking moment. Yeah. They, like, they planned this four seasons ago. That's awesome. Like I, I do, uh, I do like that, but this hasn't been a series that has, or this sort of world of movies is not totally reliant on you remembering things that happened before. They either explain it, you know, there's exposition that explains it, or there's, you know, there's some sort of flashback. There's something that doesn't require you to totally remember that kind of thing to keep the story going. The story is pretty straightforward for the most part. Um, Yeah. Except for the minutia around the infinity gems themselves. Um, But for the most part, yeah, you don't have to remember that stuff. Yeah, oh, I mean, well, uh, they're saying what the, the possibilities or the next Avengers movie is going to be heavily uh, based on time travel. Like some, some uh, screenshots already have come out there on set. So, well, they, we might actually end up seeing that scene again. And then there goes that theory. That's and true. And which I'll be going, huh, well, look at that. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see in April, May of next year if this, this theory is actually, you know, worthy of like actually being has been mentioned or oh, may seems so far away. I know it's, it's too far. I mean, yeah, it is. No, it's far. It's just too far. It feels like it's far away when you have two movies that are so closely connected. And right after the first one, you want to see what happens and you got to wait, you know, a year, basically. Um, I wish they did what the, what the, what the matrix did. Remember the matrix that after that, that the second one, they released it in April and then they released the third one in November. It was like within yeah. the same year. They did, but I didn't really care for the second one and I hated the third one. So that sort of spoiled me. I'm like, oh, I saw two movies I didn't like within a few months. Great. If anything, they, they were smart. They knew like, holy crap, like let's, let's put this thing out now while and try and cash in as we can. Because if we, if we wait a year after another year, like we're going to lose everyone. Yeah, that may, that might be true. Oh, this movie that was so awesome because it takes place in the, another dimension or in that computer system. But now this whole one's going to take place fucking underground with mole people. Get the fuck out of here. I love the matrix. The first one I will, I cannot get on board with two or three. At with all. The sequence. Yeah. It, it should have stopped right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, last thing, our favorite web crawling spoiler man, Spider-Man, sorry, <laughs> uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> that, that, that's no, how I right. call him from now right. on. That, um, he, he possibly spoiled another thing for his uh, upcoming sequel for Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home. He was on Instagram or one of his social media um, accounts. And you see in the background someone get hit by like, blown by a blast of water and you know it's speculation speculation but some people are thinking that he may have just possibly revealed a second villain for the movie hydro man i mean that's 
it's cool. Cool or not? I mean, yeah, I don't mind having to have a second villain. But I think the biggest thing my my uh, that I want to question or I want us to uh, talk about is: Do you think Tom Holland is actually doing these things like on accident, or are these planned? Like planned by the studio? Like going, Tom Holland's such so charming. He's got this charisma. Like everyone thinks, you know, he's got this, uh, you know kiddish attitude with him like he's always he has that that excitement he's oh i want to share everything with you blah blah blah. you know like oh i wasn't supposed to tell you sorry are those real or are they like planted like obviously he's an actor so he can you know be really putting it on for for everyone if you ask me i think that in the beginning he was probably revealing a little bit more than he should have maybe even sharing pictures from behind the scenes that he shouldn't have they realize you know it's a 15 year old kid with a social media account hey let's nip that in the bud let's take advantage of his platform and sort of tease the audience and feed them you know breadcrumbs through tom holland's social media and i totally think that it's orchestrated at this point there's so much money at stake to allow yeah. teenagers you know judgment to to be able to potentially yeah, no, you can't do that just because our president can't exist or can't uh, use judgment <laughs> with his twitter fingers um we we also can't expect you know a 15 year old to or 16 year old or however old he is now and these uh i would have to imagine that these tweets are uh, need to be approved you know before he sends out anything like that tweets post, instagram posts yeah any, all of it at this point because i think they were i think i did read that um he was the one who it like supposedly spoiled like the name of the movie like leaked the name of the film i'm pretty oh, sure far from home yes and and so a, a rep from sony has come out afterwards and said like well yeah we kind of knew that that was going out there and we were okay with it um and it's uh, it, I think that that is just it's a method to the madness now of like, you know what? He's he's got this reputation now for spoiling things. Let's let him spoil what we want him to spoil. Whereas somebody like go, Mark yeah. Ruffalo, I totally don't think I just don't think he knew what he was talking about. You know, like, I, yeah, yeah, I, that I was like in the moment. I feel. Totally. Yeah. So now they, both of them have this uh, reputation for, for spoiling these, these huge blockbuster, you know, billion dollar films. But I think, uh, I think that Sony and Marvel and Disney have sort of stepped in and said, ah, before you hit send, let, let, let's check that out. Yeah, yeah, one more time. Like, on, do, do we have, do we have to re, uh, re-record this? Mm, okay approvable you know when everyone does those things like yeah. can i tag you can i tag you in this photo like that's basically what disney was saying let me, hold on let me see if it's taggable real quick like all right good go ahead send it out there kid no you know what i have a double chin let's not yeah so, let's let's go ahead and put that on one uh you know you reveal too much on that one uh, that person dies in this scene so let's not do that <laughs> right you know <laughs> yeah exactly um, in the background you see you know main character dying or something no no good now what about is this a real spoiler? I mean, I guess it is, but Hydro Man, is that yeah, he's, a character he, he, that you are excited to see? I don't have to be. I know, actually, you know what? He's one of his rogues. He's in this rogues gallery, which is fine. Um, and we know from the last movie, uh, they were going to start creating the Sinister Six in some former. Uh, right. And I don't know if they actually have all the licenses to do so. So I'm pretty sure they're probably picking and choosing, like, you know, some villains that are that they could, you uh, you know, get from, you know, what's, what's available to them. It'd be nice if they can get, you know, the original team, but if not like taking Hydro Man, or he could be like in the first movie where you had 
like these mini bosses type deal where you had the shocker and the thinker and then you had the vulture. So in this one you'll have yeah. Mysterio. Right. And then you have Hydro Man, a cool place secondary. It doesn't and as long as you also don't make it like the other once again, uh like Amazing Spider Man, how that suffered uh two part two and how the, the third one uh, the third Spider Man of Tucker McGuire. That one is once again too many villains. If they if they, you know, somehow can transition like the two villains uh and you know make it work then i'm fine with it just as long as it doesn't become i think as long as you have one of them be the overarching villain sort of the more yeah the overarching villain. you if one of them almost plays like a henchman or something or like a lower level boss and then there's an ultimately sort of a bigger villain lurking in the background i think that that works if you try to have a film with two different antagonists that are it's hard to make either of them particularly interesting or, and then I think in a superhero film, especially you want to see that progression and moving up the the ladder of beating sort of the, the next yeah, sort of bigger the next level. Right. And that, if anything, that, you got to level, you gotta up, level you will, up. You know, if you want to want to kill all the gold coins and everything. Um, and so that's, that's actually all what we have for this week. Um, like I said, there's uh, probably going to be some more news that's going to happen after this. Uh, we won't be able to get to it, but we wanted to get something out for you guys because we know you guys are all clamoring for some content here. And you always like hearing our takes and things like that. Um, before we wrap up, Jeremiah, any parting shots, uh, words, um, shout outs? Obviously, we shout out Rudy a lot. We shout out Tommy and Body Armor, our new sponsor. <laughs> there you go. That's the important one. They're the ones that are going to be paying us. Exactly. Tommy, I'm coming after you guys. I'm going to send American General after him. Oh, that's an inside joke. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about that later. Um, <laughs> no, just, uh, yeah, have a good time in the PI, man. Thank you. And uh, we'll get all caught up on uh, on all the nerd, the nerdiest of the nerd things when you when you get home. Sweet. And where can everyone find you? XJDMCX, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, and right here on uh, Keep It Weekly, Keep It a Nerd. There you go. Thank you very much. And um, you find me, bmasaro09 on Instagram. Let's just leave it at that. My Twitter is very like, non-existent. Um, and you can always find uh, us on Keeping It Nerd on Instagram. Twitter, once again, not too much uh, activity. Uh, don't forget to rate, like, subscribe to our podcast. And thank you, uh, Rudy, to our new subscriber. We will get a t-shirt out to you, you know? You, you, you've taken, you've, you've taken, you've taken these, uh, uh, these, these, these blows to the DC face, you know, with, 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 with a straight face. And I, and I love it. Thank you very much. Um, DM me. If you're listening to this, this is a nice test. DM me your size and everything. We'll get you, we'll get some merch out for you. Um, and, uh, like I said, uh, always keep it real and keep it nerd here. Wait, I said that right? Oh, God, I don't know. Jeez Louise, I'm on vacation mode already. Later, everyone. <laughs> Peace.